Hey everybody, welcome or welcome back to NSN Online. We are so glad you joined us today. If you don't already, take a second to go follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok where we constantly put out content for you guys. We can't wait to see you. I'm gonna assume by now in your life, you've probably heard the song Silent Night before. Uh, we sing it at Northside every single year. I'm sure you probably already heard it on the radio or maybe you turned it on because it is just your absolute Christmas jam. Maybe you're someone who's like trying to avoid all Christmas music until Christmas Eve. That's fine if that's you, we'll pray for you. But Silent Night, it is a staple of Christmas time. You know it, you know, you know the lyrics. It says, you know, Silent Night, um, Holy Night, all is calm, all is bright. And we sing it here on Christmas Eve services. And every time I hear it though, I always think, is that actually how it went down? Like this idea of all is calm and things are silent that night. I, I don't know if you've been a part of many births. You've probably been a part of your own birth, but maybe you've never been in the room for um, another birth. I'm gonna assume that it's not a quiet affair, right? I don't know if you know a baby, but babies aren't always quiet. They often scream. And that moment for a baby is probably pretty traumatic. And so there's probably some screaming, especially with Jesus's birth. They're in a cave where animals are being kept. So there's animal noises going on over here. There's baby noises over here. It's probably not just a calm and peaceful experience. And so I, I see that song, I hear that song, and I even look in the scripture and for some reason, they use this word, and it doesn't make sense with the night. And this is in Luke chapter 2, verse 8. And some angels talk to some shepherds, and they say this. It says, That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid. Don't miss this. Last week, the first thing we talked about, courage. They were scared. First thing the angel says is, Don't be afraid. And he said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. So he comes down, he says, hey, I've got great news for y'all, okay? Baby, he's here, he's the Messiah, he's the Savior, it's gonna be awesome. But then something else happens. And it says, suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, check this out, glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. And it makes me think this, maybe that night in itself wasn't peaceful, but what it actually brought was peace. You see, in Isaiah 9, chapter 6, there's this prophecy about Jesus coming to earth, and it says that he's going to be the prince of peace. And that word peace is this word shalom. Um, and it's, it's a great word that was used many times in the Old Testament, this shalom. And it has these amazing, these amazing meanings. But what it really means when it comes to peace is that it's this, it's this wholeness, it's this fullness, and this soundness. And so when it says that he's going to be the prince of peace, it doesn't just mean this idea of peace between that we think where it's like warring countries are like, no, nah, we're good now, like shake it out. It's this wholeness, this fullness, and this soundness. Have you ever felt during this past year that you're like incomplete? I don't know about you, but there's definitely been some times for me where I've just felt like a little like broken or that something's missing. And you just get this, this feeling in the pit of your stomach where you're like, what is, what is going to happen next? I don't know what's going to happen. This word shalom, 
When it means wholeness, it means you don't have to feel that anymore. It means that when you have Jesus, that, that these broken pieces, he just puts them back together. It's like all the things that you think you're missing, he kind of comes in and just fills that for you. He is this wholeness. He has this piece that is this wholeness. It says that this piece is a fullness. And maybe this past year, you kind of felt like you don't have a purpose. You feel like, like is, this, is this it? Like, is this all that life's going to be? This is, this is nonsense. I don't want to be a part of this for the rest of my entire life. This, this is horrible. And it says that there's this shalom, that he is the prince of this fullness. And that when you have Jesus, he comes and he says, no, you, you have something more. He's always continually pouring something into you. You have a purpose. You have fullness. And it says he's the prince of peace, this, this shalom. There's also this, this wellness or this soundness. And that just means this security. Where maybe you feel like you're kind of shaken. Maybe you feel like you don't even know what you're supposed to do. Like you can't take another step because the ground might move right from underneath you. And it means this, that you are going to be secure. Even when things don't feel secure. You're secure. And so you look at this. And when we, we think, man, all is calm, all is bright, all is peaceful. Maybe that night wasn't peaceful on the outside. But when Jesus came into the world, suddenly everything had a chance to have peace. Every single person had a chance to be whole. Every single person had a chance to be full. And every single person had a chance to be well and sound. It's not, it's not just that idea of peace and quiet. It's peace and fullness, peace and wholeness and peace and wellness. And that is all I want for Christmas this year.